This message was recorded live at the Ark Church in Conroe, Texas. Welcome to Healing Class. I'm so glad everybody's here. I just always love this time together, and I believe God's going to do something very special in this semester, and because He loves us, and He cares about us, and I believe that with every session that you're here, you're going to get something, one thing that will help you, an impartation from heaven that wakes you up in the morning, puts you to bed at night. God can do that. He can speak uh, a word, a scripture. It can be a part of a scripture that somehow or another goes deep on the inside of you and you're like, I can't explain it, but I have peace. I know what to do. I just feel like everything's gonna be all right. And that's what God wants to do for us. He's so good. My prayer is that you come up closer to the Lord. You come to know him as healer, savior. He's your savior. He's your healer. He'll be everything to you and he'll speak to you. And so um, as we start off these sessions, I just want you to know too, that whether it's emotional or physical, God can heal anything. So let's get ready to receive. I believe he's going to do something particularly special during this session. And happy birthday, Cliff, back there. This is his birthday. And I believe there will be many birthdays and years to come. God is, is lengthening life. He's giving us good life and good days. And I'm so thankful every birthday we should thank God. Thank you for another year, Lord. And many more to come. He's going to satisfy us with long life. A good one, too. Father, I thank you so much for your mercies and your goodness. I ask you for special impartations during this session, Father. Things that we speak from this place, Lord God, of ministering, each of us, Janet and Derek and myself, and things, Lord God, that you want to speak to every heart, Father, that we don't particularly say, but it's an unction from you. It's something you want to speak to them specifically. I thank you for the rest that comes in souls, for the peace that passes all understanding and the healing power of God that just begins to just rest from their head, the top of their head to the soles of their feet, Father. I ask you too that everyone here will come a little bit closer to you and stay there and find out how good you are, Father, for the rest of their life, many, many years, length of days, fulfilling everything you've called them to do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, okay, so I love this class. It's always so much fun for me to study and to pray for you guys that you can receive. This is how I received healing was I was in healing classes. And there were things said that just stayed with me and the Lord spoke to me. And so each time he has something to say to us. And as I was studying and preparing at this time, I was thinking about... Um, when I was, I forget, it was a couple of years ago, I went into this market. It was a really nice little market and it was the morning time and they had little samples of bread out. It's morning and it looked like it, it was an apple bread and I thought, I love apple bread. I just popped a whole big piece in my mouth. It's the morning. It was garlic bread. <laughs> and I was, have you ever had that? You're like, oh, I have a big piece of bread in my mouth and I'm I was in a nice enough place I'm like where do I spit it out I 
and I was like, I really need to spit it out. Have you ever had that moment? Hopefully it's not at someone's house for dinner, but it's like, if you've ever had that moment, you're like, I really need to find a napkin. But I just, this is bad, really bad, and totally unexpected. Bad. Well, there, you didn't do that anymore. I didn't do it anymore. <laughs> you are so right. I learned that. But you know, often in life, we come upon situations that are bitter. We come upon situations or a diagnosis or something that you didn't expect. And you're like, whoa, what do I do with this? We don't want to take it in. Actually, with the Lord, He helps remove it from our life too. And so, and I, I always thought it was interesting, even in Psalm 23, I love how it starts. The Lord is my shepherd. I mean, He leads us. He guides us by still waters. There's green pastures in there. He's leading us in righteousness. He restores our soul. But then verse 4 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord. Your rod and your staff comfort me. What that shows me is there are times when we will actually come to a valley with shades of darkness and death in it. We all come there. There are things in life and you're like, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't want to go through this. This wasn't in the plan. You know, it could be I just went to the doctor for a regular physical or I was just going about my day and I got this call or I didn't make something happen and you're like, I didn't expect it. He says in that verse, we're to walk through it, not to stay in it not to be put under because of a situation that's uncomfortable or bitter. We're to walk through it with Him. And we don't have to be afraid because He's with us. And that's something the Lord's had to help me with. Don't be afraid, I'm with you. I'll be with you, don't be afraid. And so when I come upon these situations, that's what we all have to do. I want to share with you too the first time we see the Lord call himself Jehovah Rapha or establish an ordinance, a statute, and he goes, I am the Lord your healer. And he does it in the book of Exodus. Now, before we read this passage, and we're going to read it a little slow and detail, out, detail it out and let the Lord speak to us. Before this, I got to tell you what happens. You may have remembered, but God delivers the children of Israel out of Egypt. There was hard bondage, really difficult things. That is likened to us being saved out of the world, out of darkness. He calls us, he pulls us out. He brings us out of that difficult situation under the domain of the enemy and underneath his care. And underneath his care, they come out of Egypt. Moses stretches the rod, the Red Sea parts. They cross over the Red Sea. I mean, it's a good day. The enemy is just totally defeated. They take out tambourines and they're so happy. They're singing a song, great victory. I will sing unto the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the riders thrown into the sea. I mean, this is a good, good, good day. They no longer have this great victory. I mean, no sooner have this. Three days into the wilderness, there's no water. And then they come upon water and it's not good water. 
Do you know that miracles don't necessarily build faith in you? You have to allow miracles and things that God's done for you to build faith and a trust in you that God can help you get through anything. So just when you've had a victory or received Jesus as Lord and Savior and you come upon a hard time, how we handle the bitter things in life, how we handle the difficult things in life, it matters. And I think for me knowing I can come through this, I can come through any shadow of darkness, any shadow or diagnosis that has death attached to it. I can come through it. Why? Because we're so strong? Because we have a strong will? No, because He's with us. And we don't have to be afraid. And He said He would bring us through. And His rod and His staff would comfort and encourage us all along the way. When I know, know, I'm not alone, someone else is with me, and I'm following him, I really can get through. And I, I believe God just really wants to just engraft that upon our hearts. We're not alone. He will help us. So here, let's look at the children of Israel in Exodus and what happens. And I'll just kind of stop a little bit to explain it. In verse 23, it's the first section on your sheet there. And when they, the children of Israel, came to Marah, that means bitter, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. So they come to this place, they had just had a victory. Oh my goodness, it is so important to remember all the things that God has done for you. It is so important to stay thankful. It will help you. Here they forgot everything God had done and they come to water and they're like, oh no, we can't drink this. This is another bad situation. This is another bitter thing. What are we gonna do? And the people murmured against Moses. They murmured against Moses saying, what are we going to drink? It's so easy when you come up upon a difficult situation to blame everybody, to get mad, to murmur against the situation. I mean, you could be mad at everybody, the, the, the doctors and the, then it goes to everybody, the post office, your husband, it's, and you're just mad at everybody. Who can I blame? They murmur against Moses. He didn't cause it. He was looking for water just like they were. But I'm, it's, it's Moses. I'm mad at him. I'm going to come against him. Oh, so they're going, what are we going to drink? Moses, what he does, which is who we want to pattern after, he cries out to the Lord. Now, let me tell you this. They could have cried out to the Lord too. They could have all said, let's all pray. God just split the Red Sea. Let's all pray together and ask God to do something. No, they went, oh, Moses, you're the one who got us into this. It's interesting. Do you know that God got them out of the bitter and hard bondage of Egypt, pulled them out of that? But here we see they have a little bit of bitterness in them. Do you know that God not only wants to heal the outside of you, He wants to heal the inside of you. 
not just a bitter experience or a bitter diagnosis or bitter difficult emotions. Yeah, he wants to heal you on the inside. What is it, not only on the outside, what is it on the inside of you that needs to be sweetened, that needs a touch from God, that is like not only out of the world, not only out of that, but the bitterness out of you. Sometimes when we come to difficult situations, we can see where we're hurting. A lot of times I'll go, why am I acting like this? Why is this hurting me so much? It's right there, God can heal you. And you're like, no, no, no. I don't need healing with the emotional thing. I need healing with my hand or my arm. Or that Sometimes it's a sound heart. That's the life of the flesh. God's like, can we talk about the inside here? I just think it's very interesting. How do you know? It's, it's by what's coming out of you. They're murmuring against Moses. But Moses cries out to the Lord. Now, don't be condemned if this is, I mean, I've, I've done it all the time. Sometimes I'm just like, oh my goodness, I'm just, I'm mad at everything. I'm complaining. The problem has gotten in me. I actually drank the bitter waters. How can you tell if you took and ingested in the bitter waters? It's coming out of you towards other people. Moses cries unto the Lord, and look, he goes, and he shows him a tree, which when he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Oh, let's just stop there for a second. The tree, many, many um, commentaries will tell you that that tree represented Jesus on the cross, the bitter, difficult thing that happened to Jesus on the cross, who he was, what he represented, for us, everything he took on the cross in the middle of any situation makes it sweet. The Jews have thought that that tree can also mean a tree of life or the Torah is the tree of life. And so if you put the Torah or the words of God, the tree of life in any situation, it will sweeten it. I think it's interesting, you know how Adam and Eve, they were told, don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of that tree. But there was a tree of life in the, in the, in the Garden of Eden too. They didn't eat off of that one. We don't have any knowledge that they have. We need to not only be ingesting and taking into our life good and evil and all this. We need to be eating off of the tree of life. We've got to get words from God and get that in the middle of any situation that's uncomfortable. And, and I, you might go, um, but I'm dealing with a diagnosis. It could be that what's bothering you even on the inside is not helping your physical body. It's amazing how God knows how to heal us, correct us, and heal us from the inside out. So we get a word from God. It could even not even seem related. We put it in the middle of a situation and it can sweeten it. Okay, so the waters were made sweet. Healing and sweet are actually synonyms in this, synonyms in this passage. Healing and sweet, very interesting. Bitter and sick are also considered synonyms here. 
There he made them a statue, an ordinance, and there he proved them. A statue and an ordinance was like a legal legislation, a legal written thing, a decree, an authoritative thing that says, I'm going to make a statue and an ordinance here. So listen real carefully. And he proved them. He said, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and if you will do what's right in his sight, not anybody else's sight, in his sight, and if you will give ear to his commandments, and if you will keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases. And that word actually actually means, and some many Bible professors have said this, um, that it means allowed. He will not allow. That's got a different connotation to it. That's not put, he doesn't put it on us. He, if you stay under what he says, if you'll do this, if you'll stay with my scriptures, if you'll do what I tell you to do, I won't allow disease and sickness won't be allowed to get on you. Now, if you get out from under that, then you took it out of his hands. If you get out from under those things and he tells you some things to do and you're like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Nope, I'm not going to do it. Then he, he can't help some things from happening. Do you see? They came out from Egypt underneath the enemy's domain, came over underneath where God was. He's like, underneath me, if you'll do it my way, is healing, is mercy, is the sweet, good things of God. But you got to stay with me, do it my way. I woke up one morning not long ago and the Lord spoke to me. It was just like an audible, strong voice. It's like, it has to be done my way. So many are wanting to do it their way. And you want the blessing of God there. It's got to be my way. And that's yielding to the Lord. When we're trusting God, there's got to be also an obedience in, a, in us. If you say for me to do this, that's what I'm going to do. I may not understand it. I don't have to understand it. Do you think that Moses understood putting a tree in the waters? He just did a rod over the Red Sea. Why not put the rod in there? God said, put a tree. Every situation, put a part of who God is. Every situation, every single type of healing that you need, ask God, what do you want me to do with this situation? What promise goes into this situation? What should I do here? And he will give you a specific answer each time. And when you obey that, you're going to see sweetness. You're going to see what was bitter, what was bad, what was difficult, what you couldn't take in. You're going to see it turn sweet. How did it turn sweet? God does it. He says, I'm the Lord. I'm the one who heals you. I'm the one who can sweeten any bitter experience. He's the one. So we need to yield to him and do it his way and do what he says to do. It's so simple. We can miss it. Do you know he'll never tell us in the scriptures anything that's too hard or grievous for us to do? It's really, really, really not. It's not. It's those simple little adjustments on the inside that make the hugest differences in our life and actually give you a rest in your soul. I love that God speaks to us that way. There's such amazing freedom there's such amazing deliverance that way. How do we get to a situation and not drink it in, not 
take it in. How do we know if we've taken it in? In Matthew 6, 31, and this one's on your sheet too, it says, in the King James, it says, therefore take no thought saying, what are we gonna eat? What are we gonna drink? How are we gonna be clothed? Take no thought saying. You, you gotta be so careful not to get a problem, a diagnosis or anything in your mouth. It's one thing to get the to give the Cliff Notes version of something, you know what I'm talking about, it's another thing to go through. And so then, you know, th there, there's this problem that, that kind of leads to that one, and, and then there's this big long name, and then that, you, you know what I'm talking about, where you're detailing it out so much, you've taken in the bitter waters. So bitterness, how do we know we've taken in bitter waters? We could see it through complaining and murmuring. We all can also can see if we're taking these negative thoughts and we're just talking about it all the time and it's causing questions, what are we gonna do? How's it gonna work? I don't know. I just, what, uh, you could see there's a, there could be a frustration in that too. But you go, but I'm right in the middle of a situation you don't understand. You could be right in the middle of a situation, but not ingest it. I, I like to take baths, but I don't drink the water. <laughs> that would be, you know, if I brought a glass and went, mm, this is, no. I could be in the middle of a difficult situation all around me. I don't have to ingest it. I don't have to let it get in me. I don't have to, you don't have to let a diagnosis or a sickness get in you, a problem, something get in you. <sighs> Think about it. Well, maybe that's all I need to do. I need to stop talking so much about it. How about if I fasted some words and didn't talk so much about it? And I talked more about what God could do. Moses obeyed what God told him to do. God said, put a tree in there and he did it. And he's an example to us of what we need to do. Okay, God, whatever you are telling me to do, I'm gonna do whatever word I need to keep in my mouth. If I'm not gonna talk about the problem, what do I say? How do I talk? I think it's interesting, it's Psalm 15, and the beginning of the verse says, uh, it says, how do we dwell with the Lord? How do we abide with him? And in verse two, it says, he who walks uprightly, he who works righteousness and speaks, or one translation says, murmurs the truth in his heart. Murmurs truth. That word murmurs like an echo. It's a, it's a sound after a sound, heart beats strong. Then there's an echo. What are the murmurs? Of your heart are you murmuring truth or is it figures this would happen to me you know I, I did that all the time and as I was receiving healing the Lord said to me you're under talk those little whispers that you say to yourself when no one else is around that's where you're tripping up you talk down about yourself all the time and yet you're wanting to receive healing and you're like figures I can't get it I'm not good at that this uh, this problem and that problem murmurs how about murmuring truth how about speaking truth 
Now, if you'll do this consistently when you're not feeling well, when you're getting better, when you're strong, it's easier and it's in you when you don't feel well and you come up to a bitter situation. So you come up to a bitter situation, you're not like, ah, this is really bad. You're like, I will not fear for he is with me. His rod and his staff comfort me. The Lord is my shepherd. He's the one leading me. I'm not wanting for help. He is my helper. But if you're meditating that, if you're saying that, if that's the whispers and the murmurs of your heart, then you come up to a situation and you go, I trust in you, Lord, with all of my heart. I trust. I trust in you. I trust in you. If we can teach you to start to murmur truth, your life will change. If you start to murmur and mutter truth, the Bible says to what we meditate on, meditate the scriptures or murmur them, whisper them so that you could do them. You'll be able to do them that way. I trust in the Lord with all of my heart. Not like, I'm never able to trust in the Lord. I have such little faith. I wish I could get through some things. No, no, no. I trust in the Lord. Just read the scriptures and let them be yours. We're reading this year with, um, with our uh, beginning of the year, the Lord's Prayer and the 23rd Psalm. What a great place to start where you're like, your kingdom come, your will be done. If you pray that, guess what? His will for you is healing. His will for you is peace. His will for you is a good life. His will for you is length of day. Your, your will be done. Your will of healing be done in my life. So you, get a, you go to the doctors. It doesn't look good. Or you have like a really bad day. Some days it's like, you know, I need to pretend this day didn't happen. Those are the day you have to go, Lord, I trust you. You're my father. You're in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Thank you for daily bread. Just murmur the scriptures. I, it's, there's life there. That's a tree of life. That's a tree of life in the middle of life. Yes, in the bitter waters, but if you keep it there all the time, oh my goodness, it's much easier to put it in no matter what you're dealing with. And what you're dealing with now, you're going to come across something else. This isn't the last thing. You know, sometimes it's like, if I could just get through this. Well, there's something else because we live in this world. So I think we just have to be prepared for what is, well, how am I going to be when life happens? Because at every turn, you know, and think about it. Huge victory, three days in, the water's bad. Interesting, they get to a place where they get by 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees. Don't we all like it when there's plenty and it's shaded and it's like, good, I don't have to use my faith, I just you know, can relax a little bit. That's not where God 
has an ordinance. That's not actually where God revealed himself. God revealed himself as Jehovah Rapha and a healer in the middle of that difficult situation. If you're going through a difficult time, God can reveal himself to you in a way that maybe you've never seen it before. So it's like, oh, I just want to get up. No, Father, I'm looking for you to reveal yourself to me. I'm looking for something supernatural. I'm looking for a miracle and a mercy that's going to speak of how good you are. I trust in you, Lord, with all of my heart. I trust. Now, that's a scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, you can quote all the time. That's a tree. I just gave you one. So you say it all the time and murmur it. It'll make such a difference to you. So you might, you might be going, okay, but what if I have questions? What if I'm wondering about stuff? You want to be careful that you're not questioning God. You, now, we all know there's a, I was wondering why this happened. I just, my aunt was so full of faith. There's an anger to it. You know, questioning. How come it's got a wrong way about it? It's different than inquiring. Lord, I don't understand. I'm having a hard time with this. I, I'm really not good at this, and I need help. Do you see it? It's different than, it's not the shaking of the fist towards people, the situation, and God. Murmuring against God. That's what they were doing. Oh, I'm just mad. What did this happen to me? <clears throat> Put the fist down and inquire of the Lord. It is okay to ask the Lord, but ask him sweetly and ask him sincerely. What do I do? I, I didn't expect it. This is difficult. And some people are difficult and some situations are difficult and you can't make it better all the time. Can't change you. I have to deal with this situation, Lord. What do I do? What promise do you have for me? What would you say to me about this situation? Think about it. When you're calling someone, you're wanting them to give you some good advice. Hopefully, you're calling them for that. You know, you're like, don't give me bad advice, but what would you say to me? If we go to the Lord that way, He will answer us. My prayer for you is that if you have never heard from the Lord before, if you have never heard a specific word, the Lord has a specific word for you. He wants to speak to you where you're like, I. I heard him. I know he spoke to me. I've heard him speaking to other people, but he really spoke to me. I was reading my Bible. This one verse was highlighted and he just spoke it to me. When you get that, when, because I believe you will get it, when you get it, keep it in your mouth. You want to be taking in everything of God, all the sweet healing power of God. Keep it in your mouth and you will see it work in your body. It's absolutely amazing how that works. That's what I did. Actually, doctors, there was nothing else they could do for me. Medical science actually didn't have anything else. So I took the scriptures and I just kept whispering them. I kept whispering them over and over again. I didn't understand them at first. I just took it in there. I just whispered and whispered and whispered the scriptures. And there were moments where I knew I had like a revelation. I knew, God just spoke to me. One of them was when I was like, greater are you that's in me than he that's in the world. I, and, and I was having a problem with pain. I'm like, the pain is getting to me, Lord. The pain I was like, but you're greater. You're greater. And then I was like, you're greater than pain. 
you're greater than pain. You're greater than pain. And everything turned from there. It was a revelation that came in me and worked in me. And I mean the pain was managed and turned from there. Not when I was talking about the pain. When I got the scriptures in me and God revealed himself. God converts things. He can make something wrong right. He can make something crooked straight. He can make something bitter sweet. If there's sickness or anything bothering in your life, it's bitter. God's like, I can make it sweet. And I could do it with a promise. I could do it with a promise, one promise. Now, isn't that easy? It's not too hard. All you have to do, whisper it, keep it in your mouth. Keep it in your mouth. So every time you come, whatever verse comes to you, let's practice it and keep it in our mouth all week long. And I believe you're going to see the healing power of God. And I believe you're going to see him reveal himself to you in a way that you never even thought was possible. That God could talk to us, that God would love us. As I received healing, I think the biggest thing for me was I felt so loved by God. And I knew I did a thousand things wrong, but he was really merciful. And I talked to him all the time. I was like, you know what, Lord, I was totally in fear. What do I do? The pain's bothering me, Lord. The doctor says this. I'm not comfortable with that. I talked to the Lord like I would one of you. talked. If you learn to do that, it's very personal. And that's what he wants for us. Here in Psalm 56, um, well, no, in Psalm 27, 4, that one, I'll just refer to that, um, where it says, That will I seek after, that I dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Ask the Lord. Talk to him. Talk to him. Don't complain and murmur. Just talk to the Lord. We can switch and do that. Moses cries out, to the Lord. And Psalm 56, 9 through 11, it says, When I cried to you, then my enemies turned back. This I know because God is for me. In God, I will praise his word. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I've put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? <laughs> I, I just, I love this verse. But um, in one translation, it says, When I cried to the Lord, the tide of the battle turned. I like when I when I cried to the Lord, when I cried to the Lord, when I talked to the Lord, when Moses brought the problem to the Lord, the tide of the battle turned. The water was going to be made sweet. What is the tide of the battle turn? Actually, it's a military turn that when an army, they didn't have enough help, they'd send for help. And then the soldier or whatever would say, we're sending in troops. We're sending in help. They get excited. They're like, this battle's just turned. Even before the troops came, the tide of the battle turned. I have help coming to me. I have support coming to me. In God, I'm just going to praise his word. In the Lord, I'm going to put my trust. This thing's going to turn. Something can be converted. Something can be turned in your life. And that's what God has for us. He's about to turn some things. We cry and we talk to the Lord. He's like, thank you. Now I can work. Thank you. Now I can help you with that situation. Do it my way. Do everything I tell you to do. Notice that there's a clause in you. 
in there. If you'll do this, basically the Lord's like, I can help you. Don't take it out of my hands. Uh, do, do we all know situations where it's like, you took it out of my hands. There's nothing I can do. That's where it says God had to allow some things. He took it out of his hands. You get out from under that. He didn't put it there, but he can't help you in that situation. He's like, do it my way. Just take these words. Some, some of the words you may get may have a, um, a correction to it. You're like, forgive? I just want a healing in my body, but don't talk to me about that. But if you'll do that, I do forgive, Lord. I, I forgive by faith. I forgive. You start to get that, and you'll do that. I, by faith, I'll forgive. I'll do what you ask me to do. There's healing there. There's healing there. And a, and a rest for your soul. Listen, you don't want just, just a, a pain off of your body. You want to be able to sleep at night. You wanted to be able to enjoy your, your family and enjoy your life and your days. And God wants that for all of us. He's, he's so good. He is the Lord who heals us. He is the one who makes bitter experiences sweet. Last year, when we were teaching healing class, uh, I had a sudden pain in my hip come it just was like overnight. It was ridiculous. Has anybody ever had hip pain? Now, this was not what I had had healing of before, but I had this, I was like, okay, I can barely walk. This is like so not funny. Like, ugh. Well, my sister had just had surgery in December because she had the same thing. And I'm like, no, no, this can't happen to me. So. I'm praying. I never go back and just take old scriptures and go, well, that worked last time. I'll take, I talk to the Lord, Father. I have this pain in my leg and it just came in overnight. What do I, what do, I do here? And so I felt, and there will be some natural things, maybe the Lord, okay, I'll rest it a little bit. I'll do that. I went to my doctor and he's a, he's a good um, he's a godly man. He said, he always kind of humbles me. He's like, well, I think you need to go for an MRI and things like that. And I said, I don't have time for that. I really don't. And he said, so you think you're so important? I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, Lord, I did go home and go, was there a part of that that was true? Because I'm really sorry about that. Wow. Um, I said, no. I did go for an MRI, but I actually asked the Lord, Alan, oh, if you're ever married to a preacher, it's something. <laughs> He's like, what's the Lord talk to you about? What's, what's the scripture you have? I'm like, I didn't get one yet, but I'm going to get one. Just give me a little time here. Meanwhile, I'm limping along and I'm teaching healing classes. How's that, huh? <laughs> like, wow. Uh, and your mind go, can go a lot of different places. I chose not to talk about it. I'm like, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to wait until I hear from the Lord. I need a scripture that he gives me and he hadn't talked to me yet. I was 
watching the what happened to my sister and she's up for another surgery I'm like um, okay Lord I'm trusting you here I got a scripture I got one scripture and I was like Alan I got the scripture so you don't have to ask me so many times <laughs> you know I got it I got the scripture here I just took that one verse I'm like father you said you'd raise me up you said you'd raise me up I trust you I trust you I trust you I went through the MRI I was like okay Dr. Mabry I'm gonna humble my heart and I'm going I went and the whole time I was meditating the scriptures as I'm going through them meditating the scriptures he, it came back he said I'm surprised I said, why are you so surprised he says because it's not showing a problem and I'm pretty sure I knew it was in your spine and I was like well I believe healing power is working in me that word is working that sweetening word of God is working I love who he is but we got to do it his way even if you go through medical things or tests take the scriptures what scripture do I need whisper that scripture in the waiting room whisper the scripture in the other waiting rooms because you go from one to the other to the other <laughs> whisper it through the cat scans through the MRIs whisper the scriptures it's the healing power of God and it does something so much more for you than just heal and make you free of pain it it lets you know who he is it, it helps you to feel close to God and sense his presence and know how much he he cares for us he's he's so good you know, Jewish children, when they learn the scriptures and they're learning the alphabet, they put honey on the scriptures and they have them lick the scriptures because they, I like that because I happen to like honey. So I was like, I would have loved being a Jewish child. <laughs> but they, they, uh, they lick the, they lick the uh, letters because they want to associate the word of God is sweet. Ah, the word of God is sweet. And in Psalm 119, it says, God's words are sweet to my palate. They're sweet to my taste. They're honey. They're honey to your soul. They'll sweeten up every bit of life. God's words, everything of who he is, the tree of life in your life makes all the difference in the world. And you just have to go, that's what I'm gonna speak about. That's what I'm gonna talk about it. It's where my sweet is. It adds sugar to your life, something bitter, tea, add sugar to it, add God into the situation, and it changes it completely. It's just absolutely wonderful. I think that, that um, like the Hebrew children learn, you're gonna have a scripture, eat some candy. They do, they eat candy too. Candy and honey, this is good. I just, candy and honey, we need that. We need to know that God's words are sweet. Growing up as a, a Catholic girl, I think I associated this. My mom, we would go to church early in the morning and then it was only on Sundays, only on Sundays. We went on our way home to a German um, Jewish bakery and she would buy all kinds of donuts for my aunts and uncles. It was, it was glaze and it was cinnamon twist and it was jelly donuts and it was it was I, it was a good day i liked sunday and i liked church because i it was like donuts church and donuts 
jelly donuts, which were just my absolute favorite. I thought, how good could a donut get? You take two bites and then you hit jelly. I mean, that's like really good on the inside. I love that. Uh, yes. I love donuts. So she would do that every Sunday. And I, I thought maybe that's why I like to go into church so much. I absolutely love being in church. I do. And you, you need to love it too. Because God's sweet presence is there. God's healing presence is there too. And so this Christmas, this is the last thing I'm going to say here before we end. This Christmas, uh, Janet Hestelow, who I pray with and we do healing classes together, it was a busy time. And she hands me this little box and she says, Merry Christmas. And I said, we agreed no Christmas gifts. She says, I know, but the Lord told me to do this. I was like, oh, okay. So I opened up the box and she found a jelly donut. I was so delighted because I was like, sweet. It's got the sweetest smell. For days, I smelt the box. I know that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I couldn't wait to get a fork to taste it because it was sweet. I love the idea of a jelly donut. We need to be that way towards God's words. God's words. I get to read my Bible. I get to hear what God has to say. It has the sweetest thing for me. It sweetens up all my life. That's what we take in. That's what we ingest. And I think when I come off my sugar fast, I'm going to go find a jelly donut. <laughs> Father, I thank you so much for every person here today. You are so good and kind, and I believe you are sweetening up their life, that they will hear from you and get promises from heaven, and their words will murmur truth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God's good. Thanks for listening to this message. For more about The Ark, visit thearkchurch.com.